This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. In September of 1996, now bankrupt game publisher The 3DO Company released a mostly forgotten PC fantasy game called Meridian 59. While met with mixed reviews and unremarkable sales numbers, it was the first of a medium-transforming genre. The massively multiplayer online role-playing game, an unwieldy label usually acronymized as the slightly less unwieldy MMORPG. The narrowband limited gameplay of Meridian 59 was followed by Origin's more commercially successful but hacker and troll-plagued Ultima Online in 1997, which ruled the roost until Sony's fully 3D EverQuest emerged in 2000 which was then supplanted in 2004 when titan of computer game publishing Blizzard released its hotly anticipated and immediately genre-defining entry, World of Warcraft. Commonly called WoW, the game leapfrogged past its predecessors in terms of accessibility, depth of gameplay, and aesthetics, the last of which was partly due to the contributions of Blizzard art director Samwise Didier, credited for establishing the fantasy world's uniquely vibrant, colorful palette. Didier, a longtime staple of the company, also altered Warcraft lore forever with his Blizzard April Fool's prank, introducing the Pandaren, a race of blade-wielding panda creatures. The viral goof would soon morph into canon, as the Warcraft 3 expansion The Frozen Throne included optional Pandaren heroes, and then in 2011, World of Warcraft's fourth expansion Mist of Pandaria fully embraced the panda race as playable characters. While haughty high fantasy fans scoffed at the inclusion of the tranquil fluffballs, they've become a beloved part of the franchise, including in WoW's most popular territory, China. The giant panda is, of course, a national symbol of the People's Republic, and when Chinese immigrant Andrew Cheung and his wife Peggy decided to open a sit-down restaurant in Pasadena, California in 1973, they chose the panda as their mascot. A scaled-down fast-food version opened in the Glendale Galleria Mall in 1982, and we've become a massive success throughout the country. Today, as millions of users still actively adventure in the world of Warcraft, the Cheung's family-owned fast-casual eatery is the largest Chinese-American chain in the world of reality. This week on Doughboys, we return to Panda Express. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, alongside my co-host, Fat Times at Quincy High, Mitchie oh, Two Spoons, Mike Mitchell. Christ. <laughs> that was courtesy of Jacob S. If you have an insult you like music, Mitch at the top of the show, Roast Spoon Man at Jacob S. That was a good. You know what? Sometimes you just gotta take the burn, baby. You gotta go. You gotta. You gotta go with it. <laughs> I gotta go with that burn. That was. That was. That was a rough one. It's like when you're on the dais during a roast. Sometimes the move is just to sort of laugh along with mm-hmm. the insult. You look like a good sport. <laughs> yeah. Is uh, Now, you you didn't actually go to Quincy High, though, right? You went to North Quincy My High. My dad went to Quincy High. Uh-huh. He was a president. I went to North Quincy High. He was a class president? No, he was. They're the presidents. Quincy High. That's is, their mascot? Nick, John Adams, John Quincy Adams 
we that's I get it. It's the, I understand the Quinn's, connection. Quinn's, we're called the city of presidents. Yeah, you have two presidents. I get it. And there were two presidents <laughs> from the 18th century. But president as a ma- mascot for a high school also, team. Also, um. Uh, what's his name? Hey, uh, oh my God. I can't remember the guy who created Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, Zuckerberg. <laughs> Jesus. Zuckerberg's wife went to Quincy High and he will be a future president. Okay. And I then, doubt it, but maybe. <laughs> I said that because I knew it would annoy you. And then also, uh, uh, I think the Bushes were, lived in Milton. They lived, mm. they lived a town over. Mitch, is it true that you have to log on to XXL Facebook? Because <laughs> you're Big Melon. <laughs> XXL Facebook. Yeah. It would have been better if it was a headbook. Yeah, that probably would have been better. Which maybe exists. Um, <laughs> <laughs> City of Presidents. My dad was a. My dad was a. a I was a Quincy. He was a, a president. Right. I, I don't. I don't. I mean, march I'm, down the field to the music. Quincy is out for victory. That was their song. And we. Oh man. I don't want to say what we were. You know, North Quincy High School Red Raiders. That's I, you know, we were. I'm realizing that all of my mascots were not particularly threatening. Riley Elementary School. Uh, the hot salads, not, not the hot salads. <laughs> Riley Elementary School was the Roadrunners. Uh, Hughes me. Middle School was uh-huh. the Owls, and Jesus. then Long Beach Poly High School. Our mascot, the Jackrabbit. <laughs> Nothing particularly threatening there. All kind of like I guess owls are birds of prey, but overall these are pretty, you know, non-threatening animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are pretty bad. <laughs> I guess mine is North Quincy High School Red Rangers. I don't know what the I don't know what the Central Middle School were the Rams or something. I have no idea. And Wallison, I went to Wallison Elementary School. Mm-hmm. Where are the balloons or something? <laughs> the balloons. <laughs> Anyways, howdy ho to Mitchie Two Spoons Nation. And here's a little drop, Nick, that you saw me play a second ago. So it should go off without a hitch. But I made you play with list of some of DMB's. Some of their all-time great songs. Should I Maybe play a little crash into me? Do you want me sure, to do yeah, that? Sure, yeah, play a second of it. All right, well, we'll it's play a, a little It's bit. a nice song. Yeah, let's get a little bit, a little bit of this big Dave Matthews Band breakthrough hit. All you ladies, pop your pussy like this. Oh Shake your body, God. don't stop, don't miss. We, we stopped it right before. Like this. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss. Hold on a second. My neck, his neck, my back, his back, my pussy and my crack. His crack. We we screened this. You didn't screen all of it. And you, you said that's good through. and funny. Do you yeah. remember Nick said you that? You stopped as soon as like the jazz kicked in. <laughs> We thought it was going to be like a cool jazz remix of like a Super of, Mario of, Two. Theme that's what or we something. thought, and so we stopped it. <laughs> and then it got very ribald. And then it got very, very dirty. Nick's mouth, his jaw dropped <laughs> like I, an anaconda. It looked like it unhinged. I actually recognized the song as the as it progressed. It, you know, they they obviously changed the melody, but that was uh, a that's a famous. Uh, that's from Shampoodler, who usually gives us good ones. He fu- mm. he oh. And then it says free bug main in the thing. So that's probably some sort of got it. Uh, well, that was a, what a bad way to start the fucking episode. <laughs> Mitch, I want to introduce our guest, but real quick, I want to acknowledge our, uh, our Jesus. Our, we, I don't send that shit in or I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to ban you. Yeah, don't send that in. Mitch will play it without listening to it first. I played you it. For, this it is on the, the one show. time to be fair that we, we screened it together yeah. and you said, that's good. Uh, yeah, okay. We should have listened to all of it. I'll, yes, I'll take the blame for that. 
Um, but Mitch, our, our engineer Emma, who's been away for a while, is back She's in back. town. Well, glad to have you back. Welcome Emma. back, Emma. N- nice trip. Yeah, great trip. Long trip. It was lengthy. It was I like. It was like half as long as a, a kind of as a trip mixed shakes. That's trash. <laughs> you know what? I need to get away from you. <laughs> That's great. How was it over there? Hell yeah, Nick. Yeah. Did you get a Fenway Frank? I did. I split one. What the friend. fuck? Did you get a Fenway Frank? <laughs> I was trying to ask the question you would ask. That's all you care about. No, you got, did you go to Pizza Regina? Pizzeria Regina. I wish. I oh, no. It's, yeah, W-A-L-L-Y. Yeah. Um, my friend Mike Romandi was at Wally's first game, and they were like, uh-oh, look like, looks like someone's coming out from the Green Monster. And they're like, it's Wally. And then everyone booed him. They booed him. Wow. <laughs> they booed him out of there. Right. Um, <laughs> hey, in other news, i got to say this. we got to introduce our guest, yes. Nick, Nick. But maybe we can talk to this with us about our guest. A little raccoon in uh, in uh, Minneapolis. He this is going to be so dated. We're recording <laughs> like gives three a weeks shit? in advance. Well, what do you want? What this the fuck do you want to do? On Twitter. Then we can never talk about People it. People are going to forget no about way. this. People aren't going to forget about the raccoon. This is like raccoon. talking about Balloon That's Boy. So I was just going to say we should talk about Balloon Boy. <laughs> <laughs> we should talk about Balloon Boy if we want to. Let's discuss you with think our... people in three weeks are going to forget about the raccoon? I think that it's just going to be a blip on their radar. I've got but... one word for you. Octomom. Let's talk about I like this current events podcast we got going on. Uh, you know our guest from Christella Cars 3 and Bubbler, her special Christella Alonzo, Lower Classy, is now streaming on Netflix. Christella Alonzo, thank you for making time Yay, for us. Yay, thank you for having me, guys. Of course, thank you for being here. It's, uh, it's weird to sit down and try to get the vibe of you guys, because I don't know if you guys mm. like each other, or if you're, doing the, <laughs> if you're doing this podcast out of, like, community service. <laughs> That's a great question. Yeah, that is a good question. <laughs> I don't know if we like each other either. I'm mad at him now. Yeah. We, we definitely know each other, so there's that. Nick, if you lose me, you lose your friend. You're, you're, <laughs> Wait a minute. You go from one to zero friends. All right, let's talk about the raccoon. The raccoon <laughs> is an inspiring story. He reminds me of Wally in many ways. I thought he was very cute, like my Wally cat or Wally. Cat. I have yeah. a cat Wally in Irma. They're both in my bedroom. I, I put them away when guests come. Oh, um, why? Because I, they walk party animals. They they they'll walk all over the table. They'll they're Got cute. It. They're they're more entertaining than the podcast. So you'll look at them and zone out, guaranteed. Right. Um, Understood. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But but um, what a, what a nice little story it was that the raccoon made it to the top. But here here's what I have to say. Yeah. A lot of people here. I'm gonna go on one of my little rants. A lot of people wanted this raccoon to make it so bad, but then if any of you people or people who don't believe in global warming, I think you can't care for the cat raccoon is what I want to say. That's like an A to F. <laughs> like how I'm trying to think of all the steps. Because if made. someone is so is so if they care about animals so much in one singular animal, then if you don't care about global warming, you don't care about any animals. Mm, yeah, I get I get I get what you're saying because yeah. you're talking about it's an environmental concern. I think <laughs> I do. <laughs> I'm being charitable. <laughs> Are you sure about that? <laughs> I'm saying it was such a big deal on Twitter. Yes, it was. It was the number one trending topic. And I just think that people don't care about animals enough as uh, in, in their everyday day to day life. Especially and, raccoons, especially right. raccoons. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess that's true. People think of them as like, you know, like forest trash. Like there isn't like a lot of like people think raccoons are kind of they're they're in that class with like possums and coyotes is like mm-hmm. a nuisance. 
Um, but yeah, this particular raccoon would give me. I get. I guess. I get what you're saying. I mean, it's kind of the same point of like, how, how can you mm. love dogs, but also like be okay with pigs that are raised in factory farms? Like, I understand kind of the, the point. Look, I making. eat meat, so I'm a hypocrite. Right. I guess already off the bat. I know. I, I kind of think it's weird that you went into global warming. Out of every, like you couldn't even go into like the Sarah McLaughlin commercials. Or right. Anything. Like, you, you I guess caring like, for animals, and then you I. Know, I want to talk about the raccoon because the economy. <laughs> <laughs> it's because animals die because of global warming right. every day. And you, I, I guess it's just getting hotter. So I was thinking about it. You're a single issue voter. Basically, <laughs> global warming is the one thing this you is, care this about. Is, this is not a this. That is one of my that I care about that more than anything. Right. And I care about an animal when I say you said that you and Evan Susser call me Tony Soprano. Yes, because it's your sweet your sweet spot. It's I your care about animals. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like you care about animals in Boston. <laughs> I care about Boston, too. Right? Is yeah. That, yeah? Yep. It's, it's like, I can tell you, uh, I've only been in this apartment. I've been in this room for, what, maybe 15 minutes, and yeah. I know that you're from Boston. I know a lot of stuff about your dad, where they went to school, mascots and stuff. Nick, I, maybe you came, you were hatched from an egg. I don't know where you That's came from. That's a great from, question. But like, you know, if Weiger like, was hatched from an egg, I wouldn't be a fucking rotten egg, too, by the way. Oh, come on. It would wow. be a rotten egg. It would Willy stick. Willy Wonka, bad egg. Oh my God, Weiger, you violent! Oh my God, I'm a I'm a normal man who was born the normal way. I came. Oh, I came. Oh, I surely believe you now. I came from a womb. (laughs) I I surely. That's quite believable. Yeah. Yes, you know those books and how it happened. That's what happened to me. The end. Uh, Nick, uh, you were still born from an egg. Oh, that's true. You I were, guess, yeah, yeah. But I not, oh. not like a human egg. That, that we all were in that sense. Oh. But I'm not some sort of egg man who was within a shell. And mm, I don't of, know about ooh, that. Either, that though. sounds like the new Marvel movie, Eggman. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so Christelle, I know you're from Texas. Yes. And I know that that you know you're you have a connection to chain restaurants in a few ways. One of which is that you are a server uh, in your hometown at Outback Steakhouse. Outback Steakhouse. Yes. What? So what is that like? <laughs> what was that like working there? I imagine this was some time ago. Yeah. Did last you... week. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yes. It was very recent. Yeah. Thanks when for flying out to my do the sitcom, show. I was oh, like, I've got to make it. <laughs> yes. Uh, what was the, so like, what was the, the vibe like working there? Like, what, did people like, uh, did, did customers like it? Did the, cert, did the employees wow. like it? Yeah. Okay. So let me yeah. tell you a little bit about where I grew up. I grew up in a border town in South Texas where uh, we didn't have a lot of variety of food. Right. So, um, you know, like I didn't have Chinese food till I was 18. Wow. You know wow. what I mean? I didn't know it was a thing because right. everybody in my area ate Mexican food. Yeah. We were so close to Mexico. So when Outback Steakhouse opened, it was kind of seen as an exotic thing mm-hmm. because it was Australian. And right. we had no idea what Australian was. Yeah. But what's weird is that um, it's one of those places where you have to apply when you get hired you have to learn the history of the restaurant Mm. so then and then they quiz you on it and you can't move on to the floor until you know the history of it so um outback steakhouse and i still remember this i want to say it was uh wow it was a little under 20 years ago when i worked at the outback steakhouse wow and when they started the outback steakhouse um they actually faked 
that they had customers. That's the origin of Outback Steakhouse, where they would actually, uh, they would hire servers and cooks and stuff, and then to make it look like it was populated, they would park the cars in the front, and they would have the servers and stuff sit, like, sit at the tables with the windows to make it seem oh, like it was busy. That's crazy. <clears throat> yeah, but it worked. Wow. And then... Um, People started coming in. Yes. Mm. But, you know, uh, I was actually, <laughs> I was talking about it a couple minutes ago, where the owners, they were um, very proud of their Outback franchise and they wanted us really immersed in the Australian culture or like right. what we thought it was hmm. so you know um, we had to do the birthday song in like an Australian accent you know we had to use yeah. all the names like you know like like you know was it uh, a wonker of a day or something like that you know oh and then what people don't understand is that there's actually um, and I hope it still exists but there's a culture within Outback Steakhouse where the servers, we get rewarded when we do a good job. We get pins. And mm. there's these like w this world of pins that you want to get. Very office space-like. Uh, totally. We want yeah. that flair. We right. want the Outback Aussie flair. So when you're a server, if you do a good job and you can't tell the customers, you tell the, you know, if the customers ask for a manager to compliment you, then you earn like a, a pin. Wow. At their monthly meeting. Uh -huh. And you know Oh man, I don't think I've ever done that ever. Where I've been like, Can I get a manager? The server was great. Like I've never, I've never done that in my yeah. life. I haven't. I, I have. If if, if like a uh, maitre d or a manager yeah, well, come yes, around and yes. asked, yeah. I've been like complimentary. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but, but yeah, I've, maybe I've never, I've never specifically asked for someone. But I, and I've also never been like, I want to see your manager and said they've done a bad job. Yeah. yeah. But like, like if someone came around, I've been like, it was great. Right. Or whatever. Well, but you know, is, isn't that what we've become though with Yelp? Sure. I mean, like when you yeah. have good service, you, rarely do you actually write down that you had good service. But, but man, if you order Chinese and they don't give you fucking chopsticks, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like bad review, bad review. You know? So um, yeah, I I uh, I'm happy with that because I my my big fat meat hooks can't hold chopsticks. So, so you'd rather not receive. Them. <laughs> I'd rather not receive. Them. Right. It's less wasteful. I, I, by the by the way, I forgot why I brought up the raccoon. My whole point was that it's he, cute. He, he it's went, good. It's he went, he went over the top of the building at two thirty last night. I was going to tell you that I was standing at the bottom with a knife and fork. <laughs> you were waiting for him to fall down so you could turn him into a dinner. <laughs> I was. I gave him his last bit of motivation to, to climb up to the top. Are you Wiley Coyote? <laughs> Did you get that from Acme? Like, what? <laughs> That's why I brought him up in the first place. Right. Why are you painting this tunnel? <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> I run through the tunnel and then Wagger slams into the wall. That would be great. <laughs> just cartoon logic just applies to our our friendship. <laughs> I, I wish I wish it did. Yeah. Um, the uh, it, if that I mean if that was the case, you'd be wafting in midair a lot from the smell of a fresh baked pie. <laughs> <laughs> Your feet would come off the ground. And I sort of loved when that it. happened. The oh, yeah. tiptoeing thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. I will say Mitch is definitely picturing both of us as uh, hot dogs right <laughs> I now. Know. The, the, the dissolved. Oh, We're not on a deserted island. <laughs> <laughs> I just was eating chow mein. Well, it's 15 minutes later. <laughs> Might as well be. <laughs> so, by the way. Yes. Oh, we'll get to it later. What? Just another perfect delivery by me. Your boy, Mitch. 
Oh, you're talking about the food I that brought me. I nailed this food yeah, delivery. Yeah, you nailed the food delivery. Good, uh, well done. Um, oh, fuck you. It was good. You did a good job. It was Wait, well done. Wait, you mean like, like, like we should congratulate you for getting here? Uh, no, no. I, <laughs> I, 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 I live here. so <laughs> I know. That's why. I, I don't understand. Like, yay! No, I, I got the food delivered at 7.03 perfectly. Oh. He's, he wants congratulations for timing his for Postmates timing. delivery. Oh. I just want some sort of... I just want you to, to be happy with something I did, Nick. Wait, I'm ha- you Postmated this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? You post me? I, 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 I ate it last night, and Nick called me. Well, Nick texted me with the order and said, will you Postmates this for tomorrow? That was that came from you. That, I, it's, it's possibly true that I said to Postmates. Uh, you 100% I mean, I, said I to Postmates. I knew you were going to Postmates it anyway, so I said. I went, I went to the restaurant last night myself. So did I. Well, fuck you. <laughs> so you guys went and we, we ate it today? No, 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 no. This was postmated today. I mean, Mitch and I did have more food today, but yeah, we, <laughs> we also we ate, ate last we, night. We, we ate more. I didn't, I didn't have chow mein last Well, we'll get into this. We'll this is an excuse for us to have two meals. Uh, but I want, I want to talk more about Outback yes. Steakhouse. How, uh, did you, how did you do in the, the flare? Did you, like, were you were you someone who got a lot of pins? I got a lot of it. Oh, nice. I got a lot of them. That's, that's why I know, guys. Yeah? Yes, yes. I, you know, what I've noticed, though, is that... Um, it's this culture when you work in restaurants where um, you always have these regulars that go, and for some reason, all the servers always wanted to take care of them, but they weren't great tippers. Oh, they were just regulars, right. you know? Yep. And I noticed that I would always get the tables that people thought were going to be bad tippers. Oh, boy. And I never cared, and they actually always ended up, for the most part, being really good tippers. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized you can't judge people by what they look like or what what they how they carry themselves because you don't know you don't know their history. Yeah. So I would make bank. Like I would make so much bank because you know you just you go, you smile, you do your little job and boom, you got, you know, you got like a, you know, you got a hundy in a couple hours or so. <laughs> <laughs> you know? All your colleagues are prejudging the customers and you're yes. just like I'll just do my best do the best job for whoever it is and it, you turned out ahead. Well, because I dress up really schlubby, but right. I am a good tipper and you know, it's like for me it's like I know people don't want to take care of like I go in, you know, first of all, I don't know what the dress code is when you go into a restaurant, but people seem to feel like, oh, the way that they're dressed, it mm. looks like they won't tip well. Right. Or they look, and I'm like, what is this outfit? But I know that I dress up like that when I go out in public because I don't really care how I look. Mm. So, you know, it's that thing where I'll show up really schlubby <clears throat> and, you know, I always feel like people are sizing me up. You know, it's ironic. Mitch and I do really care how we look, and this is how we look. <laughs> we put a lot of work, a lot of effort into this. We we went to the premiere of Jordan Morris's Bubble podcast last night, which you were on, and it's very funny. Both you guys are on. Yes. Uh, you're very funny in it, and and uh, I and they were like, "Come, camera ready." There's going to be photographers there. And I was like, oh, fuck. I don't think I have like an outfit that is camera ready at all. Like there's right. nothing that is that would. So I like got a, a new I, like I, I had a shirt like a, a buttoned up shirt, like a flannel shirt or whatever in my closet that you I looked nice. Oh, thank you. And you I wore did. I wore jeans and I tucked it. I tucked it in. Nick. He that did. Was, he tucked that. I, tucked. I know he did. And then in the description, when the when the show starts, they're like Mitch, like a man who is constantly tucking <laughs> in his shirt. And like I need like at that time, I like did need to tuck in my shirt. <laughs> Yes. It was like it was a very accurate description. You're so I'm a slob. method. You're so right. method. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, it's I'm amazing. just a slob. <laughs> Anyone can guess if I have a tucked-in shirt that I'm tucking it in. So your your look last night was basically lumberjack getting married. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. It's the bounty man at an after like, like a part time job. Right. You know, yes. <laughs> Yes. My best man is uh, Babe, the blue ox. <laughs> <laughs> ah! 
Secretly, you wish she could marry him. (laughs) That was the subtext of Paul Bunyan. They were in love. You want to fuck babe? Yeah, it was an early sort of, you know, furry sort of thing. Well, they were both giants, right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, if you were a giant... You know, got a, there's not many options. That's true. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're both giants, don't you kind of have to be friends, though? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of like when I walk into a room and there's another one Latino and I'm like, we're, fuck, we're fucking bu- like buddying up. <laughs> we're together forever, you guys. <laughs> you know, you guys, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're BFFs, Miguel. <laughs> you know? I get it. Um, do you remember any of that Australian birthday song? Uh, Good day, good day. It's your birthday. Have a wa- like wonker of a day. I, that's like, I remember. <laughs> they were so impressed. You know, like when someone, you know, when someone like they 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 do something. They like they they want to show you what they worked on, and they're so proud of it. And right. the owners were so proud. They were so fucking proud of this song. And you just had to tell them how great it was because you're like, whoa, like you wrote that. Like whoa, what's up, Prince? You know, like yeah. it, was, it was pretty cool. That seems like the. <laughs> The franchise owners were really taking initiative if they wrote their... This wasn't like something that came down from corporate. They no. wrote their own yes. version. Yes. Oh, That's Jesus amazing. Christ. Yes. Like eager beavers. That's insane. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's a little too much because we're all like, look, Albeck is in our life. We're just <laughs> yeah. here, you know? Then like, I, gotta, yeah. I guess we created a... Well, Cassidy helped us create a theme song. We've done just as embarrassing things, I guess. Right. I guess so. Yeah, with our show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you know, we're, we're, and we'd love to be as successful as Outback Steakhouse. I, for sure. I, I'd say that's the dream. That's I the, think you guys are the blooming onion of podcasts. Oh, boy. What a <laughs> yeah. nice thing to say. Yeah, I think so. And I'd that, say it. Once you're done with us, you'll feel sick yeah. in your stomach. <laughs> it's Sit like, on the toilet. I know. It's like, it's kind of in the way in that I know it's bad for me, but I'll do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like the first little bit is like, eh, hey, all right. And then like, uh, like a little bit later, like, whoa. God, <laughs> that's how I am with the blooming onion. Yeah. Like, I order it and I get so excited. I'm like, "Fuck yeah, blooming onion!" Here I go. Yeah, halfway through it, I am like crying. Like, why did I do this to myself? <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you even still now after working there, you're still you're still a fan of it? You're all day. Oh wow, wow, wow. that's good. All day. What's yeah. your uh, What's your order? Uh well. I start with the blooming onion. It depends yeah. on who I'm with, but you know, usually a blooming onion. Um, I will take a big beer of whatever, maybe a Foster's. Hell yeah! And uh, I'm the person. If they ever ask me, "Do you want the big beer?" I'm like, "Of course I do. <laughs> like, well, of course I do." So I do that, and then I do the basic. Like uh, I want to say it's like maybe the nine ounce sirloin, super super rare, with um, broccoli, uh, loaded baked potato mm. with uh, no sour cream. And then, what the hell? Yeah. This sour, is... sour cream is a very foreign thing for me. Oh, I didn't right. grow up with sour cream. Oh. So, like, Mexican food does not have sour cream. The legit Mexican food, mm. like, does not have sour cream, you guys. I guess, yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like uh, my mom grew up in a Mexican village with no air conditioning, no electricity, no water. Never knew what sour cream was until she came to the States. Wow. So that's, yes. And a lot of Mexican places you go to in in the States, like it's uh, sour cream is included by default. Yes. Like it's it, like it's a thing. Yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah. I'm taking yeah. your, I'm taking your word for it. I, I didn't, I truly did not know that. That is, that is, that's yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there's certain variations and stuff, but like for me, um, I actually compare uh, the Mexican food that I grew up with. Actually, I, I compare to uh, Indian food. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. you know, cause, um, 
a lot of the Mexican food that I grew up with was uh, was street food. It was for poor people, you know, working class. And um, a lot of uh, areas in Mexico, well, the area in Mexico where my family's from, there's no refrigeration. So, oh, like, wow. when, when, you know, when we were there, so... Um, they, you know, we're very limited on what we can have. So it's a, like a lot of potatoes, a lot of like vegetables, right, no yeah. meats, you know. Oh, yeah. I always tell people that I was vegetarian because it's nicer than saying we were poor. <laughs> 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 like, oh, yeah. But yeah, you know. So no, no meat, no AC. I'm out of there. <laughs> <laughs> My ideal situation is a big, just a big thing of beef and I'm in front of an air conditioner unit. You're Fred Flintstone. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Fre I'm Fred Flintstone. Fred, Fred, Fred Flintstone's in a, with the Jetsons' most cool AC that the, the coolest AC the Jetsons can have. Right? You're like, yeah, you're like you, you're like Fred Flintstone, but with like Rosie the maid from the Jetsons. Yeah. <laughs> blowing cold Just air blowing on me. Blowing cold air on you. That's did you. she do that? But now I'm going to say that she did do it. Rosie, sure. Rosie blew cold air out of her mouth. I'm at the sure Jetsons. there was an episode. Where I that mean, maybe. I mean, why not? Why not? All everything went on. Like everything goes in Jetson world, right? Right. Everything. The jet. They were very. They were very high up in the air the jetsons right they they're yeah, like but no, yes. one, no one ever fell right like no like, like no died. That's, that's never really like a thing do, do people never really i'm now i'm sure like maybe it happens every episode or something for in this kid's show but like <laughs> they never really show the ground is it like a post-apocalypse is there is there like something weird on the ground or i something, think there's or an implication that like like bespin like the cloud mm -hmm. city it's just there's some reason why the people have to live far above uh, far mm. high up in the atmosphere now perhaps there was some hey you know what Perhaps global warming is what caused people to take the. I scouts. know I brought it up for a reason. What if the raccoon starts off the domino effect where we lead Jetson lives? We're living in a prequel to the Jetsons right, right. now. Be because my point was so bad that people decide that global warming is not real. There's, it's a, it's yeah. a hard thing to connect, but that's what happens. That raccoon thing was a real stretch. <laughs> Let's start burning coal. That's funny. That poor raccoon is probably, he's probably in the mouth of a bear already. He's probably released into the wild and a bear ate him. Well, he's, he was almost in the mouth of a bear, Mike Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> if he didn't make it up, uh, if he didn't make it up the tower, I would have he would have been all mine. <laughs> So what? So what is like 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 uh, discuss uh, talking about your upbringing and, and the ty the types of food you grew up with? Like, what is your idea of comfort food? Like, what's the food that reminds you of home? Like, what what is the what are you like kind of your favorite kind of childhood dishes? Uh, well, I, I don't know if you've if you've ever heard of them, so I'll explain them to the to Please. you while I do it. It's um, there's a dish uh, I I loved growing up called picadillo con papa, and picadillo con papa is ground beef. Uh, with stewed potatoes and tomato mm. sauce with cumin. Um, you know, you can add jalapenos if you want, but like tomato, onions and stuff. And it's uh, kind of, it kind of has that texture of uh, like an alu gobi. You oh, know? So, you right. know, so I grew up on that. So I, that's like one of my comfort foods. So when I miss home, and I actually, I was on Twitter at some point last year and I, I mentioned that. I, I tweeted something like, when I get homesick for Mexican food, I eat Indian and it was interesting. interesting because then that started a thread with a lot of other people that said the same thing. Right. So they were say, like, there were like Indian people that were saying that they eat Mexican food when they miss certain foods and vice yeah. versa. You know, which is, uh, that's, I always find uh, food is such a great connector because yes. what you call it, you know, something in your culture is known as something else in another culture, mm -hmm. but we're eating the same thing. Right. You know, we're yeah. eating very similar things. So I've always, I like talking about food on Twitter um, because I think 
food allows you to talk about real problems and real issues, you know, yeah. in, under the guise of food. Right. So like picadillo con papa is one of my favorite go-tos. Uh, you know, honestly, I like uh, carne guisada, which is also like a, uh, it's kind of like steak that's stewed in like a, a nice like uh, sauce, you know, and you can add potatoes if you want to. But like, it, these are foods that I normally don't have because they're not really available here in Los right. Angeles. So when I go visit my brothers in South Texas, we'll go and eat those plates. Like we'll mm. go eat those dishes, you know? Right. They're like, those are like my, some of my top twos. So, cause, cause with my idea of, of Mexican food out here, I, I think it's cause I didn't growing up. It's almost like the reverse for me was I like Chinese food was kind of like the, sure. The, the most ethnic food that I had growing up and that and then Mexican food like my mom and dad would, would we would like go out to dinner for Mexican food like rarely and I was like oh I'm too, like I was like a little scared boy I was like too yeah. afraid to eat some of it but then when I got I mean and then I did start to enjoy it as I got older and like sure. middle school and stuff and and then when I got out here though it was it was eye-opening to me for so much there is like like cactus taqueria and have you been to Guisado's uh, oh, I, I like Isados. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like that to me yeah, is yeah. like, a, and I'm sorry for my botched pronunciation no, 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 of it. No, no, no. Um, uh, but but that 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 to me like is that more authentic? Or I guess my other question was going to be to you is like the, the um is what what what's what's the style I'm thinking of? Nick? Is it Oaxacan? Oaxacan? Is that more like is that kind of more like authentic? Uh, it's it's a different region, but for me, uh, the the way that my family grew up, I would mm. say that most of the food we had was more like more like Oaxacan style. Okay, I was gonna because that that seems like less cheesy and yeah, it's like more like mole, yes, more like right. sauces, stewed that are really stuff, rich yeah. And stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I've actually always uh, told myself that if I got to the point in my life, I would open up a, a Mexican restaurant here that would actually feature food that I grew up with that isn't available here. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, I, what, what, what region is your family from? Um, <coughs> well, you know, it's hard to say because okay. we have uh, my family. Um, we don't have any family records. Oh, got it. My okay. family's, uh, they're, my family, we're both on my mom and dad's side. We're pretty indigenous. So they're, you know, and in the area that we had in Mexico, um, my mom, we didn't even know how old my mom was because the only little like shack building that they had any records at burned down years ago. So there's no history, wow. no anything, you know? Oh man. So we guess, you know, but yeah. um, my mom's village is a village called El San Carron, which I want to say is in uh, the Mexican state, I think uh, San Luis Potosi. Okay. And so it's, so like uh, we would go visit it when I was a kid and in order to get there, we would leave uh, my my hometown area is McAllen, Texas. We would take a bus uh, to Mexico across the border to Reynosa. Then we would switch buses, go to Monterrey, spend the night there because the bus only passed twice a week. Then we change buses into another bus, and then we'd have to go another bus like into you know this like village. Once we passed this village, you would have to keep an eye out for a dirt path. And then once you saw the dirt path, you would let the driver know to get dropped off there. They drop you off in the middle of nowhere. So this is like insanely rural. Like just, yeah, like yes. you would walk, and then we still had to walk about two miles to go into my village, my mom's village. Oh wow, you know okay. that's crazy. That's yeah, really yeah, yeah. crazy. So, yeah, it's a, and it's weird because people don't understand that people still live like that. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like right. like people live like that, and you know, and 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 it's not like I'm saying oh we should feel bad for people. Blah blah. blah. It's like honestly, if if. You know, they didn't know that things existed, you know, yeah, so it's right. kind of like out of sight, out of mind, everything, you know, and I actually I loved visiting because um, 
I would have to help my aunt milk cows, you know. And, That's cool. You know, you know, it's yeah. like you kind of became you you really had an appreciation for farming and just how hard it was and just, you know, everything. And but I'll tell you that having grown up predominantly, you know, really like 80 percent, 90 percent of all the food I ate was Mexican growing up. It made me kind of a nerd to try out all food now because mm-hmm. I haven't tasted a lot of food. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like I get very excited about it. You yeah. know, so I, I like to geek out and I like to research restaurants and I like to go and hang out and visit them and stuff. And I, I like, you know, when I, I tour, I go to the same markets a lot. So I have certain restaurants across the country that I go to and those are my spots. I want to try. I want to try the food from your mom's village. Yeah, it's it's really cool. I mean, and honestly, a, you know, and I'm like very. My family's very old school, so I was taught how to cook. Like you know, at the age of six. Yeah. Wow. So you know, it's that thing where I, you know, I can wow. make the handmade tortillas. Yeah. I can. I like. I cook from scratch. I can't give you recipes to anything because you kind of guess the ingredients, right. the amount, and stuff. But you know, it's like I. And it's weird though because I've noticed that. Um, it's one of those dying arts mm-hmm. where you know someone like me who who knows how to cook like my family's dishes I don't get to cook very often cuz I live alone so, yeah. you know so I'm not going to make this big vat of something right. and if I travel a lot I'm not going to make a vat cuz it goes bad you yeah. know so it's it's weird how you it's almost like going to the gym you have to go constantly to see an, a change yeah. yes you know so you have to cook to keep it up you right know? so yeah. i'm trying to do that again i said yeah like i got what you're talking about yeah, I know. <laughs> you uh, understand both sides of that um <laughs> cooking a meal and going to the gym i can't wait to go to your mom's village and they're like who's that giant man who brought his own ac with him <laughs> <laughs> just give me some beef oh you guys don't have beef right, get out of there <laughs> Well, it's modern now. Now it's oh, okay, like right. now there's and now we have lug, now they have luxuries and stuff. And oh, so I lugged my AC all the way down there <laughs> <Yeah>. for nothing. <laughs> Not nothing. It's to establish yourself as a god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's imagine the god of air conditioning. <laughs> I've I, I've I've heard that uh I've heard that uh that what, what was this? It was the raccoon. <laughs> oh, the raccoon just came up on the Alexa on the screen. Great. Oh, and you just said Alexa. Now the Alexa is popping She's listening up. to us. Don't yeah, worry okay. about it, Alexa. It's fine. Get out of here, Alexa. Alexa's so weird. I don't... Oh, I don't, she's back. I don't use Alexa or Siri or anything like that, but it feels like this is the closest we get to Knight Rider. Yeah. Right? right? Yeah. Right? Except like it's like a dumb ver- It's like a dumb version of Knight Rider. That, like it will never... It never works well. It, it will come on sometimes when I'm just watching... TV, it will just like pop on. I have a car. I don't want to brag, but I have a car. And yeah. it, the GPS, you know, it's the, the. I have never gotten it to work where mm-hmm. it's the voice activated. So, you know, but everyone else that gets in my car, my car understands it completely. Like, wow. like, doesn't understand me. And I'm like, how fucking racist are you? And you do not understand the Latina owner's like, uh, command. But everyone else are like, oh, you want to go to the like large mall? Let's fucking go. Like, it's so crazy. I, I think this car is just jealous of Cruz Ramirez. <laughs> oh, my God. Segway. <laughs> well, we should say that before the podcast started, Nick asked if he could talk about Cruz Ramirez <laughs> and I said you're a fucking loser to him I like cars three <laughs> and I'm not not I don't think there's anything wrong with that I just yes. I just thought that even the fact how you approached it you mean the fact that I'm a 37 year old man excited to talk to someone who's a voice in a children's <laughs> and, uh, movie yeah, just talk no. about yes <laughs> you know I, I I met Jason Siegel last week at a show and 
I love Jason Siegel. And I, you know, like when you meet someone and you don't have anything planned and you yes. don't know what you're going to say. Oh, that's this and, podcast every week. <laughs> yeah. Well, I told him I had to blurt out like, I love the Muppets. <laughs> and I was like, like one of the first things I said. And I'm like, why would I say that? And I'm like, well, you know, fuck it, because I'm 39 and I love the Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> I love the Muppets. And I, it's okay that we're any age and we like whatever the hell we like. Right. It's okay. The opening to the Muppet movie, the original yes. with, with. The, uh, that can make me tear up every time I watch it. Yo, those it, movies. When, oh. when it comes through the, cl- it's going through the clouds and it comes down through the swamp, <laughs> and Kermit is singing "Rainbow Connection." Oh my god, mm. it's a really beautiful moment. I really, I, I love. I that's like one of my mm. favorite cinematic moments. It's, it's not the very beginning of the movie because the Muppets all file into the theater yeah. to watch the movie, and then, and then that's when it happens. But it's, a, it's a great. It's shot so well. It's great. It's so good. It's, a, yeah. it's, it's so good. Yeah. It's, I saw, and I saw that Jason Segel Muppet movie. This is the last movie I saw with my dad. I know that's very sad. Aww. But uh, but that was the last movie I saw with my dad. And he was like, it was just all right. He didn't, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, he didn't love it. And I was like, yeah, it was just okay. <laughs> Walter, Andrew Bird does, does Walter in that movie. I like oh, it. Interesting. I'm, I'm an Andrew Bird fan. Right. My friend Justin got me into him. Hey, He's very good. cool. <laughs> He's a professional whistler. Whoa. That's cool. Thanks for these fun facts. We've done a podcast for three years together. Yeah. I go out on a limb and I say stuff and you go, wow. I was. Uh, that's interesting. I don't have anything to add, but that's you an interesting can't you fact. add anything sometimes? Just help me, for God's Maybe sake. Maybe saying wow is an ode to Owen Wilson. Because we are talking about cars. <laughs> yeah, back, back to cars. Get all your cars questions wow. on. So... I what would, are the insides of the cars look like? What are you going to ask? I would love to be Lightning McQueen. Um, uh, no, that's, I was just, that's that's all you have to say. No, I was going to say, well, you can remember me to Owen Wilson. Isn't it weird when you do like a Q and A and then someone says, uh, "It's not a question; it's a comment." Right. <laughs> it's like, this isn't a Q and C. That's that's like the, that's always like the, when they're like, "This is a comment." You're like, "Yeah, oh, like it's always this yeah. terrifying thing where they're like, I didn't I like know. it, but like they'll say yes. something bad." Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is most of the people who ask questions at Doughboys Live. They call you a cuck. Yeah, and they're just like, "I don't like the show; it's bad." <laughs> Stop. Um, but no, but but you. So so uh, how, uh, I uh, Cruiser Ramirez is represented in Cars Land. Have you been to Cars Land? Have you seen yourself there? Yes, I actually. I uh, part of the perk. Yes. Of being cruise is that I can go to Disneyland with the guide. Oh, awesome. So it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So Uh, every now and then, I have a rule that every time they ask me to do voiceover for something new for Cruise, I get to go to Disneyland and just take people. That's amazing. So I'll take about... I usually take about uh, eight to ten friends, right? And we just go the entire day. So we start at ten in the morning, and we don't get back to like two in the morning, and we do all of it. That's but, so cool. So, yeah, but so, the last time I went, um, I still haven't met my life size car that goes around the park. Because last time I was at the park, it was right after Halloween. And they had to, um, they say she's on vacation, but they're taking off her costume Mm, and changing it it into Christmas. So I'm actually going, I'm supposed to go in the next, uh, hopefully like two, three weeks. And I'm going to set up a a meeting with with myself. That's (laughs) That's amazing. That's that's so cool. Yeah, it's really cool. And it's weird because um, uh, last time I was at Disney, it's weird. It's weird how people recognized me. Considering that it's a voice, oh, right? That's crazy. You know? yeah. So, yeah. So it's weird because, like, I never thought because I suck at recognizing voices 
uh, or recognizing people like in general. Mm. And uh, I would walk down, especially, you know, Cars Land. I really like that park. I like the ride. I like the. It's awesome. Yeah, Radiator yeah. Springs Racers. Yeah, Radiator. I love great. that one. That's like my favorite. That's a great ride. So I get on it and, you know, you know, so it's weird. So I'm walking through it and people recognized me and it's so weird because yeah. I'm not speaking, you know, I'm just walking. But right. It was really cool. When they started, uh, when the movie came out, they gave me the billboard. They gave Cruz the billboard at the opening, at the, like the entrance to Cars Land. And, you know, um, I want to say that they said uh, when it was unveiled, there was like an hour wait from people just waiting in line to take a picture with that billboard so that's it's like, so cool it's awesome crazy. i mean yeah. you know it's, like, it's so like i never you know you would you never imagine you're ever gonna do that like i you know you grow yeah. up watching these animated movies and you don't even know that they're jobs you right. know like it's just the world that you're completely immersed in and then when it came up when it came up i actually didn't know i was up for a job because i got uh my agents told me um that pixar contacted them and wanted to know if i wanted a tour of pixar and that was it. Yeah. And I thought, well, yeah, I guess, but that's so random. And yeah. I actually thought, do they just call random people <laughs> up and like invite them like so, randomly? Yeah. And then I went, I flew up, I flew up to Pixar and they made me sign a, you know, a, a non-disclosure. NDA, yeah. yeah. And, um, which, which are you breaking it right now? No, <laughs> <laughs> you're not allowed to take pictures at all. Yeah, yeah. And then they take you through all the like all all of Pixar and there's a lot of secret shit at Pixar. So uh -huh. there's like like rooms you don't know that exist. Oh, there's wow. like a secret bar. There's like a, you know, it, it's very cool, you know. And yeah. uh there was one place where I signed my name and I signed it next to Obama because I was like, when am I ever going to, you know, that's, <laughs> that's so awesome. cool. Which I actually ended up meeting a year later and I'm like, it's because I signed it. <laughs> it's like, right, I, I willed it. It's my, it's, it's my, you know, you know, whatever. Uh, very nice to meet you there, uh, Cruz Ramirez. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, you're so good. <laughs> yeah, that was such a good Obama impression. Whoa. That's well, a, he's gone now. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a skill that you get from growing up in the city of presidents. You can do an impression of any president. But, uh, you know, yeah, it was, uh, I, I did the tour, and then after that, they sat me in a room, and they started telling me about Cars 3, and I had no idea why, and I was, like... Like they gave me the whole story. I'm like, well, that sounds great. Like, congratulations! <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they put me into a booth and they asked me to read, uh, you know, a couple lines. And then the next day, I went to Canada to do a tour of uh, for Just for Laughs. And like, no shit, someone had stolen my debit card. Oh, jeez. And I didn't have a credit card. It, you know, it was right. weird. Like I didn't have a credit card with me, and. Um, I was with a bank, then I looked up the bank, and I walked two miles to this bank, and then it turned out that it was like a real estate division. They don't do any banking there. And I was really miserable because I was on the road in Canada for two weeks, and I didn't know how, how I was going to get money or yeah, that's any crazy. Kind of, you know, anything. And I remember I broke down, and I just started bawling in Toronto, like in the streets of Toronto, because I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And that was when I got the call, and I got... I got offered the job for cars and I was like, I don't even know. I don't give a shit about money right now because I'm in Pixar. <laughs> like, it was like, oh, amazing. I was like, I was like, whatever. I'm poor. All right, let's do it. Nick, but, I yeah. got an email from Pixar that said that Nick and Mitch never need to take a tour. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be back with more Doughboys. Mitch, listeners, 
Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen to this. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking new language in as little as three weeks. And Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Wow. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Mitch, you know what I love about Babbel is the courses are convenient. They help me learn real-life conversation skills in my chosen language, Spanish. Makes it easier to order food, ask mm. for directions, speak to people here in Los Angeles uh, without having to consult language apps uh, while you're on the go. Well, Wag, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. And you don't want to go anywhere near a college campus these days with all those protests. No, thanks. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Wags, <laughs> and all those protesters out there... Here's a special <laughs> limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash Doughboys. Get up to 60% off at Babbel.com slash Doughboys, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Doughboys. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey, Mitch, I feel like during the summer, pretty much everything I'm doing outdoors is making me thirsty. Yeah, I'll tell you what the issue is. That blasted sun. Curse the sun. Curse the sun. Giver of life, but also... Giver of heat. Giver of a dehydrator-in-chief, I'd call it. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Summer requires extraordinary hydration because of the sun. You know it's like built for everyday dehydrating moments. Yes. The moon is cool. <laughs> Moon's real cool. When the moon, the moon is, is out, out, there's never a doubt. doubt. The, moon the moon is, is cool. <laughs> And when the sun's up high, you can't deny it's gonna be hot, 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 hot. Anyways, I think that we've expressed that the sun gets you hot in the summertime. And the moon keeps you cool. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Wags, that's right. And you know what? It's so easy to just tear open a packet of Liquid IV, pour it into a cup, mix it up with some ice cold water, and drink it down. My favorite flavor, strawberry. It's a hydration multiplier. That's right. Gets you even more hydrated, and it's easier to stay hydrated while traveling. And you know what, Mitch? We like the taste. I love the taste. And you know what? I love that I'm getting all those uh, electrolytes and I'm not getting filled up with sugars. Yeah. I love, the th I love the smell too, and it helps you out, not just while traveling, but after a big night out. You know what I mean. Come on. I Come on. <laughs> the moon, moon is cool. Cool, cool, cool. cool. <laughs> the moon is cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Tear, pour. Live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone.
and Wise, it's got three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and now sugar-free. We got white peach, wow, green grape, wow, raspberry melon, and lemon lime. That's right, Wags. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DOUGHBOYS at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DOUGHBOYS at liquidiv.com. I love Liquid IV. You know why? Why? Because it's cool. Cool, cool, cool. And the sun is hot, hot, hot. hot. Oh boy, Mitch, Mother's Day's coming up. You got sweaters, candles, the dreaded bathrobe. Mm. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an Aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. Named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter, Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Dreaded bathrobe covering mom up? Ugh. Get that sweater off of you. Too many layers. Wags, that's right. You know what? I'm guilty. I've given my mom too many of these boring gifts. Yes. Some some sweaters, some candles, some dreaded bathrobes. I've accidentally given my mom the same gift twice. Wow. It's really embarrassing. Or 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 you end up getting like, oh, I guess I'll give you a gift card. I don't, you know, like like it it's it, it doesn't feel like there's any love behind that. Well, guess what, Wags? I've also gifted my mom an Aura Frame. That's right. Wow. This is the truth. Aura Frames are Wi-Fi connected and come with unlimited storage so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful it's not another sweater, she'll also love that an Aura Frame means she gets to see more of you. That's right. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code Doughboys at checkout to save. And you know what, Wags? My mom liked her Aura frame so much. Is this true? She got my sister one. And now my sister's got one in her dining room. Wow. Mm -hmm. Terms and conditions apply. Send photos you want from your phone to mom's frame. In fact, Mitch, I'm going to send your mom a photo right now. The hell? Enjoy, Mrs. Mitchell. I love you, Mommy. I love you, Mommy. You're talking to your mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Doughboys. Hey, yeah. I was thinking, Nick, that you're if you went to you could get some work as if you did if you if you were a Lobot down in Disneyland. Come on. <laughs> you could be Lobot. Like a walk around character. I was thinking more of a animatronic. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm stationary, I'm sitting in one place. You could be in Star Wars. Yeah. Let's do uh I don't know, our uh, C three PO or whoever's on that. <laughs> so I'm just in the Star Tours as like line entertainment. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yes. You're we're, the warm up comic <laughs> for Star Tours. <laughs> we're with Christelle Alonzo talking Panda Express. Mm. I should Panda. mention our buddy Evan Susser, a huge fan of Panda Express. He told, he texted us and say, "Make sure you tell people that." Yeah, he it was. He requested <laughs> us specifically shout him out, the commissioner Evan Susser at the top. Sure, there uh, you go, there you go, Sus. Yeah, Sus. Everyone knows you like Panda Express, and that you asked us to say you like Panda Express on the show. Also, I'm pretty sure someone saw you on the street and you're like, "You think that guy likes Panda Express?" They'd say, "Yes." <laughs> yeah, that guy who did the mocap for Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so uh, I'm curious about. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> the 
thanks. They have a thing. <laughs> he does look like he does a very similar body. Resembles Poe. Nick, do you say funny things often? Because I feel like Mitch was really surprised. That you, <laughs> 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 Mitch, you think a minute, like, wait a minute, let's acknowledge that that was funny. Nick. Nick <laughs> the, the problem with Nick is that Nick can be funny and he chooses not to. <laughs> hey, come on. The podcast starts and I think he's just trying to get it over with this as fast as he can. I have some bullet points to hit. <laughs> say funny things. I do. A joke around together. I, we do. We do I know, joke I know, around I'm, the show I, all the I time. Know I know. I know. See, this is an example of it. He's not having fun again immediately. How hostile is that to just say say funny things? I know things. you're funny, you piece of shit. <laughs> For God's sake. I fucking love you, you piece of shit. <laughs> that is... That, 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 we, yeah. we, we, were, we were... We had an argument like this earlier today, basically. Yeah. Not about being funny, but I was saying I was calling you a piece of shit over and over again. It's fine. We love fine. each other, Nick. We, yeah, we're friends. Um, so, <laughs> oh, fuck off. I love you, bitch. You're a great dude. Uh, I don't think you've said that to Natalie before. <laughs> no, I haven't said to my wife, I love you, buddy. You're, you're a good dude. I have not said that. So, uh, so Panda Express, it, mm. you, you gave us some, some options for places to discuss, Christella, yes. and, and we, par- partly because of, of time constraints, and uh, we, we settled on Panda Express because it would be efficient to get. Um, but I oh, am, yeah, and then you gave me a hard time for postmate. I didn't get, no, it was fine. We just, everything came together quickly, so we had, yeah, yeah. It, it's fine. It, I'm not trying to give you a hard time. Um, fuck you. Uh, so <laughs> we, I'm curious as to why, uh, why Panda Express was a, was a place that you, especially someone you were saying that you haven't, you didn't have Chinese food until you were 18. Like what is yeah. your connection to this chain? Um, you know, I, I just have a, the list, the list of places that I go to are the same right. when I'm on the road because they're dependable and I know what I'm going to get. So if there's certain chains that I know don't exist anywhere, I, I go to those chains, but Panda Express is kind of, sometimes you just crave it. And it's weird because yeah. you do crave, like I was craving the chow mein. You know, it's that yes. thing where like I start thinking about it and I'm like, I want it. And it's so weird mm-hmm. because I never get the rice. Because, oh, interesting. You know, I never get the fried rice because I don't know. I feel like Chinese restaurants have this deal where they get a ton of rice for a nickel. Because yeah. so many Chinese restaurants, you get so much rice. Right. Yeah. And it's overkill. And mm. when I saw China, like the chow mein, I'm like, oh, that's like Asian pasta, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's like, yeah. so you know, it's like I love it. It's yeah. it's nice, right? You know. But I also like that. Um, I grew up in a super like blue collar family, so I'm a sucker for any chain that has a tray. Yes, where you have, yeah. you know, like I love the tray mm-hmm. is so old school, and it, for me, it's like it's got this kind of like Americana vibe to it because you don't have a lot of places that have the tray thing anymore where you get yeah. to pick, you know. Yeah. So I, I I get excited about that kind of stuff. It reminds me of growing up and being a kid. Right, I get that. I I I, I it's funny because I, I I always talk about. Chinese. I think I, I drive people mad with what I say about East Coast versus West Coast Chinese food. They're both good. I like I like both of them. I just think that the, that East Coast is different in a way that I like, and West Coast is different in a way that I like. And on the on the West Coast, it's hard to get that East Coast thing that I'm craving, which is like sure. chicken fingers and crab rangoons and kind of like this like shittier version of it, but. Panda Express is a good version of that. I know that they don't have some of the things I just said there, yes. but they, they have like, it scratches that itch of like, oh, like I can go and have that lo mein and be okay with it. And that, especially that orange chicken is just, is great. It, it's, 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 it's almost that sort of thing of like, like uh, with like, oh, if I, if I wanted really good Chinese food, maybe I wouldn't 
go here. Like it's the Domino's versus getting a pizza that I like or something. You know what I'm saying? Nick? Right. It's fast food. Yeah. And, and yes. You know, with, with fast food, we're a lot more forgiving. Right. Because it's fast food. So mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be amazing, but it has to be serviceable. So it's that thing where... But like, I think it's good, too. Like, like, it, like It is. But, yeah. but, you know, like, but if you're craving, you know, Chinese food, yeah. if you want, like, a sit-down dinner, you know, you don't go to Panda Express necessarily. No. Like, I, I can count on, on, I think, like, on both hands how many times I've actually sat there, and it's because usually it's, I'm on the road. But, you know, it, it is one of those things where um, I don't crave a lot of fast food, because I didn't really grow up with it, but sure. like Panda is one of those that I I kind of like. It's yeah. like you know, and I like that you can pick random shit. It's like I like the yeah. I like the tofu and vegetables because that makes me feel like I'm being healthy, kind of. Which is, which which they didn't have tonight. They do, they it. they hardly have it. That's yeah. why I I gave other options because I'm like yeah. I know they nor- the tofu with and vegetables at Panda Express is like the ice cream machine at McDonald's. Right, like it. Yeah, you can get it maybe 30 40 percent of the time and the mm. rest it's like broken you know yeah, yeah. so it you know i get it i i actually went now that you mentioned that i went to the when i went to panda express last night they were out of the the tofu with the vegetables yeah and so and it would like they had a tray for it and i asked yes. for it and they were like oh we don't have any more yes um so yeah i, I wonder why that is i wonder why i wonder why i, that I think it's it. because it's it's yeah i don't i think that it's because they don't get a lot in you know uh I was uh, my ex boyfriend. He's vegetarian, and I used to uh, experience this a lot. Where with him, where um, a lot of places don't get a lot of vegetarian business, right? So they make like a certain yeah. like X amount like, of that, yeah. And then when it's out, it's out because they really don't have a lot of need for the certain dish that would cater to to vegetarians. You that's know? that. That's that. That was what my thought was. Is that yeah? They just make it uh, okay. Copycat. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. My, my thought like, is that I, the, like right now I was gonna so say the same thing. <laughs> There's a prepared amount, and then they don't make it, and, yeah. and then. But with the orange chicken, it's like they're cranking over yeah. a new one every five minutes. Orange really chicken are. is like the Krispy Kreme donut of like Panda Express. Oh, it's yeah. like always like the glazed. It's always being done. It's yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. And it's it looks as glazed as a glazed donut. It's like very, totally. ca- it's very, very candy. Yeah. It's a shiny chicken. <laughs> it's a very, very, it's a very shiny chicken. Yes. I I love the orange chicken. I, mm-hmm. It's like it's so like the texture is great. It's consistent when you get it hot, especially. It's delightful yeah. and and just like that that sort of that sticky, sickly sweet sauce yes. is just so. It's so specific, and I feel like also so. I mean, it's kind of comforting in a way because it's so like like I know exactly what I'm going to get, and it almost always delivers. Sure. Mm. So I, I mean, I, I love the orange chicken. It's it's generally a go to for me. Do you have a go to you get like in terms of your your general order there? I yeah, it's actually so I do the chow mein, and I always do like the beef and broccoli. Uh-huh. I love broccoli. It became this thing where like as an adult, I'm like I fucking love broccoli. <laughs> so like I always get that, and I I always get the walnut shrimp, but I hate it. I hate ordering it because they all judge me for it. Every time mm. I order the walnut shrimp, they're like, you know, it's a dollar extra. I'm like, I fucking know it's a dollar extra. Yeah. Like, it's not, this isn't going to break my bank. Like, just right. fucking throw it in there. You know, it's a, <laughs> I feel bad for the person that's like, whoa, I didn't know it was a whole dollar, you know, but, you know, I like the walnut shrimp a lot. And um, I like the tofu. I really do like the tofu vegetables just because I, I like, you know, having been with a vegetarian for so long, right. I love tofu. Yeah. But yeah, and, you know, the orange chicken, I, I can take or leave. It's kind of like, like a, am I in the mood for it or not? But you know, you actually said something really interesting, which I think 
So many people, we never talk about texture when it comes to food. Yes. And texture is actually such an important part of food because sometimes you think, well, do I want something soft? Do I want something crunchy? And the moment you tell yourself that you're going to get a certain food, you start mentally preparing for that experience. Right. You know? So like with orange chicken, I always think, well kind of like a like chicken nuggets you know it's all it's kind of it, you know it's like a little it's its own little thing that's mm-hmm. kind of different you know but you have to be in the mood right um and you know speaking of the the orange chicken and speaking of that texture i got a dish i, I went last night as i mentioned um to the brentwood location which is like one Ooh. of the here's the thing i was gonna say Ooh. this come on I live on the west side. Fancy. I wasn't trying to go to the fancy part. Like that's the closest Panda but Express. You did. To me. Come on, hold on. <laughs> Let me explain what was going on. Was it called Prada Express? <laughs> <laughs> it was not called Prada Express. So proper Panda Express. And what I was going to say is that there are working class people in that area, and that Panda Express always has a big line because it's one of the few cost efficient options there yes. for people like you. Know, oh, never mind. You're a hero. If you work in the area, for instance. <laughs> and you're not someone who's like a rich person who who lives in that area, but maybe you're someone who works there, then that's a nice option for you. That's all I was trying to say. God bless you. <laughs> yeah, I am a hero. I'm a hero for going to the Brentwood Band Express. Q Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> 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 oh <my God. laughs> Allen, we should change Brentwood to Allentown. <laughs> I mean, change Allentown to Brentwood. Cause I'm over here in Brentwood town. <laughs> and I'm Panda Expressing all around. <laughs> I love that song, oh, by the way. That's a great that is a great song. I'm a big I'm a diehard Billy Joel fan on um almost laughable level. I love Billy Joel. He gets a lot of crap. I like Billy Joel too. Hey, look at this. I comment you know what? I took my mom to Dodger Stadium, Billy Joel Live. Mm. And we were there. We were dancing together. Yeah. I put my arm around her. I have seen Billy Joel 25 times. That's amazing. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. Like 25 times. You know what? You know what I got upset about? They they did like a, uh, they did a, no one commented on me saying I made a move on my mom. I said I put my arm oh. around her. Oh, I, I made a move. Hear, I didn't hear it. It made me feel weird. So I, I heard it, a- but I believed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, they, they did like an audience. They were like. All right, like I'm gonna let you choose. You know how he does that. Oh, He's like, right, I'm gonna uh-huh. let you choose, and yeah, then he, yeah, yeah. he did. It was like two songs that was like, it was like tell her about it, or, or like like a, it was like a dorky song yes. like that, and then like obviously like a fan favorite. Yes. And I was like, I, I'm sorry, like a, like a, like a, like a deep fan favorite, like one that yes. like. And I was like, I want like the popular mainstream. I wanted him to play. You don't it, want yeah. B sides. Uh, yeah, right. yeah. I didn't yeah. want a B side. I, I, I wanted the I wanted the the popular song, and, he, and then they lost I out can't big time. Stand uptown girl i hate that song with such a passion because that's i have known so many women that say like that's my song that's a song about me and it just annoys the hell Mm. out of me so yes my mom uh she's my life she always thinks of me when it comes on because it's a Aww. guy about who goes goes to L.A. to do a stand-up. And I don't tell her, obviously, that piano I'm not man. a stand-up. Uh, no, uh, like, uh, now he gives him a stand-up routine yeah, in L.A. Yeah, that's Piano Man. Oh, no. no, um, uh, yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, my life. Yeah my, yeah, my life. The title song to Bosom Buddies. Oh, starting okay. Tom Hanks and Peter Scolari. <laughs> <laughs> was it really? Was that the, was that the theme song to yes, it? Yes, it was. It's crazy oh, that wow, era when crazy. they just take, like, huge pop songs and turn them into, like, theme songs for TV shows. Oh, totally. Yeah. Billy they don't Joel. do that anymore, though. Oh, by the way, what? at that Billy Joel concert, 
Pink came out and sang a song. Very cool. And then cool. Axl Rose came out and sang a song with him. That's it was amazing. Like, it was crazy. That's that's what I like about shows in L.A. That That's one of the things I love about L.A. shows is that you never know, because everybody's local. Right. So mm. you don't know who's going to pop up, and you're just like, whoa. It was, it was, it was, it was, a, great, it was a great show. I, I like them, too. Reminds me of one way I saw The Simpsons live at the Hollywood Bowl. And Tony Hawk came out at the end. <laughs> was 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 I with you for that one or uh, not? I think we were sitting separately. <laughs> Good. Whoa. <laughs> you mean you guys don't do everything together? And you loved it when Nancy Cartwright sang Bartman? Uh, it was great. Do <laughs> the Bartman. Do the Bartman. <laughs> side to side. <laughs> oh, my God. They put oh. a lot on her shoulders to carry that. The, the yes. Yeah. Oh, um, man. The, uh, uh, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a funny thing to like be like... Oh, I don't perform in front of people like some for, with some of those people were doing. It's like I don't perform in front of people to like now I'm performing in front of the Hollywood Bowl, yeah, yeah, right. packed yeah, yeah, with yeah, people, which totally. is insane. Uh, I'm curious if anyone out there is a Billy Joel fan. Hit us up with your favorite song. Hashtag heart attack. Ack, 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 ack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad you chose the most normal. <sighs> I'm oh glad. That's like my favorite hashtag ever. <laughs> Heart attack, tack, 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 tack. Oh my God, I love it. Hopefully some people will use it. I think oh. some people, I think we got some Joel heads out you there. You guys, Nick said another funny thing. <laughs> this is awesome. Mitch, I love it. Hey, you're Mitch, like Splinter. Mitch is increasing the counter from one to two. <laughs> I know. Show the board. Let's see where the, we are with the telethon. How's, how's the Nick board coming up? Uh, I, I... Wait, I lost my train of thought because you said something you said, funny. I don't know. You said something about Master Splinter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Splinter. No, no. We could have gone by on that. That's Something that's about fine. Billy Joel. You were talking about guest spots. Well, anyway, Axel Rose. The heart, had a heart attack. Act, act, act. Is it, that's, a great, that's a great moment. I love that. that yeah, I love yeah. that song. And also, that. working too hard can give you a heart attack, Nick. Mm. You got to slow it down a little bit. Be more like Mitch. <laughs> right. I should lower my risk of heart attack and become more like you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna outlive it, you know it. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, so I went to the Brentwood. Uh, Ooh, that's right. Express. Is it Prada Express? <laughs> <laughs> we just have this exact same run again. I know. It's just always. <laughs> this is the podcast that never ends. Was it really like, uh, like a beach body panda there? Like, are, are, are the pandas more in shape? Six pack ab panda. They have like a hunkier panda in a speedo. Yeah, the Brentwood location. No, that's not how it works. Um, so I, I got the I got myself a big plate, which is three items plus a side. The mm. side I got was the chow mein, stir fried wheat noodles with onion, celery, and cabbage. If anyone's not familiar, I got the wok seared steak and shrimp, which I had not had before. Um, this is a, a steak and shrimp with uh, potatoes, snap peas, bell peppers, onions, and a oh, steak sauce. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and then I got the kung pao chicken, uh, mm. which is a uh, you know chicken, peanuts, and vegetables, famous dish, finished with some chili pepper had some actual chilies in there and the Beijing beef which is what I was thinking of when we were talking about orange chicken earlier because it has a very very similar textural element mm -hmm. uh, this this crisp coating to it um, it's got a sweet tangy sauce it's got bell peppers and onions um, but it's not as sweet as the orange chicken it, it's kind of like a, it's it's more tang I would say than sweet it's kind of like a and it, they really do hit the spiciness a little bit I mean it's like a it's like a four out of ten in terms of actual sure, sure, spice, sure. but they, but you feel it a little bit. Uh -huh. um, and a, a lot of those dishes that are, are purportedly spicy aren't all that spicy. Uh, the kung pao chicken, the, the chili peppers that come with this, you, you, them, you, you know, you bite into that, you can get an actual burn from those. Um, 
But I'd say the Beijing beef was great. Like that was like a standout for me. That was like a, a really, really good dish. I don't and I was think like, I've ever had the Beijing beef. I don't know if I've had it uh, before either. But I, I, but I sort of I decided to go for things that I don't normally get outside the kung pao chicken, which I've gotten before in the chow mein. Um, and the uh, uh, and it's it's quite good. I, the way the bell peppers and onions work with the beef, I think was was nice. And that sauce was you know again not overpoweringly sweet. Um, and uh, the the little bit of burn was nice. Kung pao chicken was good. It's a good execution of it. You know, it's not mind blowing. Sure. You'll you'll get much better Kung Pao chicken. It, it made me crave the Kung Pao chicken at the Chinese face, place uh, by our apartment that just recently closed because they, they raised the rent, which was a bummer. Um, but just like, you know, just like that kind of, I feel like you go to any Chinese place, you can get, get Kung Pao chicken on par or better. The Wuxtier's steak and shrimp was nice. To Panda Express's uh, credit, and, and, and I'm curious your thoughts on your walnut shrimp, Cristela, uh, but the, the I think they do their shrimp pretty well for a fast food place. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I mean, a lot of shrimp, a lot of seafood you get at fast food places, mm, it's like, oh, stay away. But the, their shrimp is pretty good, and I thought this was a this was a nice dish. Um, how do you like the, the, the chow mein? Because I know you said you, you crave it, and it's, it's your go-to. For me, I like it, but the reason I go for rice is because the chow mein, to me, is so, so heavy. Like, I feel like sure. I'm always just, like, so full after it. Well, I, but, you know, what I like about this chow mein, though, is that it's not normally as greasy as you would get in That's other true. Chinese yeah. restaurant you know, establishments. Uh-huh. So, like, for me, it's a nice option because you know sometimes when you order something that's way too greasy you can't eat it you can't really yes. enjoy it or yeah. you don't eat as much of it because it just you can feel it going down like your throat it's just gross right. but I like I like the chow mein at Panda because it is slightly drier than yes. most so I kind of I agree with you right yeah. Yeah. so like for me it's like you know and I love you know I look everybody we, like we all love a good like like kind of like homemade flavored like chow mein something that you can imagine like a grandmother making right but like this I do like that it does seem like it, it's just uh, it almost seems like a not exactly but kind of like a like a cold pasta in a yeah. way you know where it's, yeah. it doesn't seem um, even if it's cold you can still eat it. Yes. Because yeah. there's certain chow mains that once it gets cold, it's they'll, they'll never heat up the right way. This right. one, this, so, this, you know, it's not it's not drenched in like soy. It's not just yes. like sopping wet. Which, yeah. which is why why I like it. And also, you know, for me, and actually I was going to say that like what I like about your choices is that everything is very different from each other. Sure. And mm-hmm. that's what I like about Panda is that you can yeah. get a lot of different things and kind of form your own like mishmash. Yeah. You know, but yeah, the chow mein for me is just... It's a, a rarity. I don't go to Panda very often. For me, it's kind of like a treat. Yeah. It's like a once in a while thing. But the chow mein, for me, it's like I always have to get it because I know I won't have it for a long while. Right. What yeah. did you think of the uh, the other dishes you got tonight? Okay. Well, I like the, the beef and broccoli is good. What I suggest, which I think is the problem with most um, dishes that have broccoli, you need to chop them up more. Right. You need to chop up the broccoli more. I, yep. Because, you know, then you're, mm-hmm. you're getting more broccoli than beef, which yep. uh, which is, we all know that's going to happen anyway. But yep. it also makes it hard to eat, and the serving, you get more broccoli than you do beef. You know, so and you, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'm going to take the fall for some of this here, because I... You I, asked for more broccoli. I, I, <laughs> I asked for more broccoli. They know me, the veggie man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, when, when, when I ordered it, I got a medium low main yeah. for you. Well, we can go over everything that we got. I got you. Uh, we got a medium low main. Then we got th- the th- entrees were all small. We got three small ones, and the small sizes were 
small. It is a petite they're, little they're, to go I bin. Lo- but these are perfect. Were, yeah, they, were they perfect? Yeah, no, yeah they're, okay. per- they're perfect, but actually, no. But, but, but right, because I, lo- I looked to see which one was which, and I saw the broccoli no, one. Yeah, I, was like, yeah. I was like, there's so much broccoli in this tiny container. Well, and, and I love, like I said, I love broccoli, but it's this thing where um, a lot of times when you throw in vegetables into a lot of dishes, they don't chop them up as finely as they could. Yeah. And, yeah. It, and also, it makes it hard to eat, yep. especially with like plastic utensils. Yeah. So like a lot of, you know, like I have broken forks trying yeah. to grab the broccoli. If it's so, too crisp, it's hard to yeah, yeah, you know, so to, the beef and broccoli was really good. I actually, the, you know, uh, the broccoli was, it's a lot of broccoli, so I didn't finish all of it. But uh, the walnut shrimp I finished uh, pretty much. It has, uh, I want to say it's, well, it's walnut shrimp, so it has walnuts and sh- it's uh, like a coated shrimp. What I like about it is that it's sweet. Yeah. So you can, par- like, you can pair it with something that's tangier because then you get kind of like a, it's kind of like you're making your own makeshift sweet and sour chicken in a way. Right. You know, you get like different flavors. So the walnut shrimp is really good, but like I said, it's a dollar extra. So if you want to splurge a panda, this is what you do. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and then I got the orange chicken, right? Or was it? Yeah, orange chicken. Yeah, yep. the orange chicken. Orange chicken is always safe. Um, that one I usually eat last because it's so common. Yes. That I say it, I save that one for last. It's mm-hmm. kind of I have rules when I eat. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it, and each certain dishes have their own process. Yep. So like for me. Uh, with Chinese, I eat what I like the most first, and then I go down like to oh, okay. to what's more common. Yeah, uh, because I usually don't eat everything that I eat. I, yeah, you know that I order. I save my last bite. I try. I try to save a piece of orange chicken just because I love it. So yeah. it's like one of my favorites. But you're right; it is the most. Yeah, it's like you can get it anywhere, you bunch, know. Yeah. And the, but you know, but then it's like weird because then when I love Neapolitan ice cream, mm-hmm. and when I eat Neapolitan ice cream, I save chocolate to the end because it's my favorite. Yeah, so like Hell I yeah. eat strawberry first because I'm like, okay, I like you. Let's get you over with. Yeah. Vanilla, okay, like your vanilla, no. and then I'm like, no. hang on oh, a second. Oh, hey, hold on, chocolate. Look. <laughs> like we're by ourselves you know you know so you know know. but yeah the the orange chicken is good everything seemed you know this is what i like about it consistency you can go mostly to any city that has a panda express and it'll always taste the same so if you travel a lot and you don't know where to go Mm -hmm. you always go to the safeties because you know what to get right yeah it is very consistent and i think that's a big that's a big thing in its favor uh just just real quick because you mentioned the 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 honey walnut shrimp it is it's tempura battered shrimp uh wok tossed in a honey sauce and topped with glazed walnuts that's the the menu description a lot of sweet stuff on their menu that is that is is an element i mean this this place is not healthy it's not healthy at all. It's very far from healthy. No. Yeah. And uh, Mitch, what was your meal? I I went last night. I got myself um, the vegetable spring rolls, mm-hmm. uh, which I love. I think they're really good. They do good. Yeah, they do a good. They they, they do a good egg roll. They do a good spring roll there. And I ate with uh, my buddies uh, Paul Rust and Leslie Arthur. Oh, how fun! Yeah. So that so I got them some spring rolls, and then I then I also got a chicken egg roll. Little love reunion in a Panda Express. Hey, it certainly was. <laughs> Is season four in the works? <laughs> it takes place at Panda Express. <laughs> All right. It's like a bottle season. <laughs> oh, okay, sure. Uh, the answer is no. <laughs> um, uh, the so I got the veggie spring rolls with that sweet and sour sauce. The sweet and sour sauce is is nice. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. I, I wish they just had packets of it, but I guess sure. it's kind of warm when they give it to you, right? I feel like it's, it's like easier a, for dipping too. Yeah, they give it yeah, to you that you're thing. right. You're right. Um, it just I, I just always almost forget it. it was and for sipping. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> a sweet and sour martini that Wiger has in front of him right now. Um, so I got the ve- the veggie spring rolls, the chicken egg roll. 
the veggie spring rolls I love. The, the chicken egg roll was okay. Yeah. Uh, not bad. Still tasty, but just just like I would do the veggie spring rolls over the chicken egg roll any day. Um, then for I did. Is it a bigger plate? Is that the biggest the one? one with three is the bigger plate? Oh, okay. I got the bigger plate. And I got uh, honey walnut shrimp. And they just which, had that. They, they, yes. they saw you walk in. They were like, Let's get the big plate. <laughs> Piece of shit. Look, I wasn't in the Brentwood location, okay? <laughs> I was on Sunset Boulevard, the working man's location. Um, which actually, it, tur- it was very surprising to me because uh, the one in Bur- the one up in, in Studio City. Yes. Which is the one I think we both went to last time. Or uh, I don't know if we both went to. But it's the, it, it's the it's. You know, you know, you know. It's near the birthday boy. I know exactly which one you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Um, And that one is kind of like a little bit more dumpy, and it's its own building, and it's like its own location, but it's just kind of like a little shittier. And then this one on Sunset, it's like a part of that strip mall there that has like an Ono Hawaiian grill. Yes, I know what you mean. Yeah, and and this one is like nice inside. It's 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 like it's kind of like very it's very cleanly and. Sunset Boulevard, as you know, can be hit or miss. It can right. be, it can yes. be, it can be bad. And some of those, and so, and 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 it was, it, it's like very nice and cleanly. There, big crowd, and right. and and the food was coming. They were they were swapping out that orange chicken like crazy. Yeah, it was, yeah. and this is like almost 10 p.m. It was like 9.50 or whatever. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so yeah, it was after after we had finished the premiere thing that wow. we did there. Wow, you so, know how to end the night. <laughs> with two pounds of Chinese food. Uh, was and, your shirt tucked or not tucked? <laughs> after, well, let me tell you, after I ate, it was not tucked. <laughs> I think as I was eating, it was getting more and more untucked. <laughs> um, and then I got, Nick, I too got the Beijing beef. Mm. And then, What'd you think of that? I liked it. I thought yeah, it was it's good. good I, right? I didn't realize that it... It's good. It is good. It's a little bit more spicy, and I, I I'm try, I try not to do as much spicy stuff. But it's not like so spicy that I would kill you. Yes. And then, or you know, like make me sick or but whatever. If, if you have digestive issues like you do with spicy <laughs> yeah, foods, it's right. like yeah, a that's thing what I was trying yourself. not to yeah. say. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, sorry, I didn't think uh, you were dancing around. You said it on the show before. It won't make you shit that bad. Is what Nick basically <laughs> I wasn't boiled even it down kidding. to. <laughs> I wasn't even making that connection. Uh, and 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 then I got that, and then I got the I got the orange chicken. I also got an extra side of orange chicken for. So Paul and Leslie could have some. And then I also ate some of that of two, of course. And then uh, I got uh, some fried rice. Yeah. And then uh, and a Diet Pepsi. And then today, uh, when we got this post made over, I got myself a Diet Pepsi. We got an extra order of chow mein because I didn't have the chow mein. So I had a little, a little bit of that. There's still some here, Nick, if you want. Yes. And then we each had a spring roll and... A thing last night that they didn't give me. They gave me. They gave us all fortune cookies, and I didn't get one last night. And we oh, all have boy. a fortune cookie if we want to open it up. Well, uh, yeah, we should. We should. Uh, we should start to get to our final thoughts. But before we do that, let's open up these fortune. And I, cookies. And I love. By the way, I love the orange chicken. Of course, that, yeah, that, that round. Uh, it you know, always the, works. The weakest of the bunch to me was the walnut shrimp, just because I think this is the thing with Panda Express. It's just that it all depends on how, when that did yes. when when, when, that, when that came out. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's, 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 it's all about when right. that tray came out. Yeah. So. If you if you got a new bowl of orange chicken, you're in you're in business. And right. then if it's if it's like four pieces left, they there were actually were like enough that I was like, oh, she's gonna give me that, and she she waited and gave me she gave me the, the new order, which was great. That's right. always yeah. like the worst moment where you're like, oh, oh have no. I left a good enough impression to where you're gonna give me the new food? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or are, are we old fooding it? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, like oh. That's and I perfect. think I think that is very true. I think if I totally. if you're like a rude person or yes. something, they're like, yeah. here's that old. Oh, it turns out I just got this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I got the the fried the fried rice, a yeah. very unhealthy meal, but right. a very a tasty meal. It's yeah. hard. It's hard to eat healthy there. Also, on that that note, I did uh, I audible to add some mixed vegetables to mine specifically because they brought a new tray out. Like as I was waiting in line, it's like oh, I'm gonna get some of those fresh vegetables, and they were quite good. Um, 
Uh, all right, I have opened my fortune. Cristela, do you have a fortune cookie I don't there? No. Yep, right oh, there it is, right there. Oh, there it is. All right. Yes. Uh, I have opened mine up. My fortune says, "Today is your lucky day." Hmm, I'm here recording Doughboys. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is wrong. Does that mean that you're going to die on the way home? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find out the podcast is canceled. <laughs> um, mine says, uh-oh, a, forgot- a forgotten project will resurface at the perfect moment. Love oh. season four. <laughs> I think it's I think it's the Doughboys TV show. Oh boy! Oh no! <laughs> what a nightmare! Oh, no, that's terrible! <laughs> terrible news. Uh, mine, my fortune cookie says, "Hmm, be the kind of friend you'd be proud to have." Lame, <laughs> lame. Not a fortune. In bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that? Does that suck though? When you get a fortune cookie and the fortune sucks yeah and you're just like what what like yeah. do chores it'll make you a better person right like, what yours was kind of scolding you it was yes. like kind of telling you how to live yeah, yeah. Back off fortune cooking exactly um yeah. let's get to our final thoughts Cristela. here's how this will work we'll okay. each go around we'll sort of give our summation of our of our uh, uh experiences and and our closing argument if you will regarding panda express and end by giving it a rating from zero to five forks you are our guest <laughs> We will begin with you. All right, you guys. Final thoughts about Panda Express. Um, the Express portion was nailed today because it was postmated, <laughs> so there was no waiting. So I give it. I, I, I give it a lot of points for the Express part. Mm-hmm. Literally, um, the food was good. Actually, it's exactly what I wanted. I will say though that having eaten it though, at this moment, I realize that. Panda Express seems to be like one of those places that I crave. Right. Mm -hmm. And then once I eat it, I don't know if it was worth getting it. 100%. You know what I mean? So it's that thing where like the the excitement coming up like, oh, I'm going to get it is kind of cool. And then once you have it, you realize I feel the same way every time I eat it. Yeah. So... I think, you know, and I drank water with it. I didn't have soda with it. And uh, which, you know, overall, I think that... um, Chinese food should be maybe had with something bubbly, like a sure. carbonated, yeah. like a club soda or something. Yeah. So overall, I think uh, it's dependable. It's good. If you want a fast food version of Chinese, yes. From zero to five, I would give it three forks. Three because forks. right now, post meal, I'm like, mm, okay, it That's happened. Fair. It's one of those meals I won't remember. Right. It, the company I'll remember. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh. In a bad way. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> you didn't let me finish. <laughs> Three forks is a good good rating. And do you know what? That's probably what I would have given Panda Express the first time I we went there. But Nick, wow, what a what a what a quiet getaway you made there. (laughs) Nick's sneaking out to get something. And he did a terrible job. And he took his machete with him. (laughs) (laughs) He is very much like Jason in many ways. Quiet. Uh, slow moving. Uh, does Jason spill a lot of stuff, Nick? Oh, he's gone. Yeah, never mind. Nick is a huge spiller. Is another thing with Nick. Um, uh, I just spilled a little bit. Of course, he just spilled a little bit. He just updated us. Um, oh, Jesus Christ, he spilled a, a lot. It's not that bad. Oh my God. Anyway, um, 
when I was at when I was at Panda Express, in my mind, I was like, this to me, a lot of Chipotle's are closing down, or, or like Chipotle's having a tougher time right now. And I like Chip- we we sure. like Chipotle for what it is. Yes. And when I was in Panda Express, I was like, this to me feels more like. A, like the successful Chipotle, like this line where you can pick what you want mm-hmm. and you can customize it. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and it was the Chipotle before Chipotle was Chipotle right. or whatever. And, and they've kind of like upped the restaurant. I, the restaurant I was in on sunset was a really nice, clean, like service where you just went down the line and it was the, it, the you know, like the, like the tray type restaurants that you like. They've refurbished some of the stores. Lately. And yeah, they, and, and it was, it, it just felt clean. It, fe- it, it kind of had that Chipotle vibe, but for something that I feel like the product is people is more, it may be more unique to people is that this, like this fast food of Chinese and, and Chinese food is easy to get. I feel like, but like the consistency, like you were saying is just, it's, it's so huge to have a place that just, Gets that level a lot of times. Yes. The, the the walnut shrimp was maybe like just like the the end of the batch, and it was like a little like the the um, the batteryness sure. of it was kind of falling off or sure. whatever. But but it was it was a good meal, and I enjoy it. And when I talk about East Coast Chinese food, and I'm like, this kind of scratches that itch to me in in a fast food express way that you it can. It does the job. It does the it does the job, and 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 so I'm going high, Nick. I'm going four forks. Four Whoa. forks. Yeah. I, 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 I was like, this is what for what it's trying to do. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's really it does a good job. You know, can I just say the Chipotle thing? Yeah. You know what the problem with Chipotle is, I think. Yeah. It's the same ingredients that you get to build in different forms. Yeah. And you don't get that with with like Panda Express. Yeah. Right. Panda Express. Each selection is a different. It's its own dish. Which, I, which I, I think Chipotle. It's yeah. like meat chicken da 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 it's like do you want burrito do you want tacos do you want a bowl like it's the same thing though yeah, yeah. it's it'll it all tastes very very similar feels very yeah. same if, whether you get a bowl protein. a salad or right. a burrito or tacos it's it's it, there's not that much different i agree i agree with that and i think that they've tried to like correct that and i don't and i like chipotle for what it is too but oh totally i mean yeah. again it's one of those things you when you crave it you crave that specific yes. flavor yeah um yep i uh, i really enjoy panda express and I think that it was first of all I, I kind of I like it as a company. I like that it you know it, it's it's uh, I like that it's a it, it, it's a family that runs it. You know a lot of times these these chains get get you know uh, turned into these giant faceless corporations. Here it's the same you know Chinese American family. It's it's it stayed there and that this is something that they've built up and they still continue to oversee. Um, and uh, I think it's I, I like it for that partly for that reason, but I also like it for the reasons that were pointed out by Mitch and our guest, uh, which is that it is very consistent um, and satisfies a craving in a very specific way. Uh, but also, I think it tastes pretty darn good. Like, I really like a lot of the food there. Mm-hmm. And, and like, as far as fast food places go, when, you, when, I, when I go to a place that I like, when I go to, like, I'm going to McDonald's or I'm going to Wendy's or I'm going to Del Taco, and I know that I'm going to get a lot of calories. In fact, I'll probably go to Del Taco tonight. Uh, I know that I'm going Jesus. to get a lot of calories. I'm going after the show. Um, the, <laughs> I, 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 like, I want to get something that I want to make sure that it's worth it. And there are times you go to a place and, like, like for me, it's like Burger King. Is like, if I go to Burger King, I eat something extremely unhealthy, and it don't, I don't feel like I got my money's worth. Mm-hmm. Here, I kind of feel like I do in terms of 
yes, I do have the aspect of I definitely end up with a case of the rumblies after I eat here because it's just so like like it's so heavy. Yeah. Mm. But I do I like I did enjoy the part where it was in my mouth. Yeah. yeah. Which is like a big part of for me, that that's like the whole calculation with with fast food. Um, I did get a little piece of fortune cookie uh, stuck in my throat, which I didn't enjoy. But I'm gonna I'm gonna blame user error. I'm not gonna hold that against Panda Express. <laughs> uh, also, I got a chocolate chip cookie last night, which oh. was weird. It's weird that they even have it. They it was, have chocolate chip cookies. They do. It's like a chewy chocolate chip cookie. I saw it at the register. Was maybe, it good? Yeah, maybe it's just at the Brentwood location. Um, so. Oh <laughs> wow! You mean Prada Express? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was it was chewy, which I liked, but it just tasted so like artificial. It had so many additives. I, uh, I, just, I, yeah. I wasn't super into it, but you know, whatever. Who goes to Panda Express to get a, a cookie that's not a fortune cookie? Um, I'm you, with, you weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with come on <laughs> my face was on the cookie <laughs> just, to say, just for you um, I'm, I'm with Mitch four forks wow wait I'm the low I gave the lowest you gave, fork? The, you gave the lowest fork rating what am I <laughs> Simon Cowell and <laughs> Express oh my god Nick probably saw him at the Brentwood location last night <laughs> How you doing, Simon? <laughs> they uh, split the cookie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care for the Beijing beef. <laughs> All right, Simon. I know you're shtick. Why are you at a restaurant you don't like? Hey, you know what, Nick? After everything that happened last night with our cr- raccoon, there's probably going to be, by the time this episode comes out, there's probably going to be a raccoon express. <laughs> I'm saying that the raccoon is going to be so popular. Oh, boy. There's going to be a chain restaurant named after it. The global warming connection was less tenuous than that. That was more of a stretch. You somehow bested yourself. That was a review of Panda Express. It's time for a regular segment. I've got a mystery beverage, and Mitch and Christella must discern what it is. It's the Weiger Challenge. Wow. Christella, this is in this blue cup for you here. That is what I spilled. I was trying to, to prep, prepare this segment, and I, I spilled okay. some on the counter. But, um, so uh, I, I have given you each a clear, bubbly beverage. You can describe what you're seeing and uh, smelling and tasting. Okay. I, 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 I haven't... I, I don't want to throw stuff out there, but just from the smell of it... Yes. I think that this is some sort of grapefruit soda. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that it's passion fruit LaCroix. Passion fruit wow, LaCroix. Wow, that's a great, wow. That could be right. We, neither of us, we haven't tasted it yet, so we're going to find I out. Know, I know, I, I, I yes, no. I okay, that will not be your locked-in answer. I'll give you a second to taste. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a flavored sparkling water, for sure. Mm. And you know what? I'm going to go with grape. Oh, wait, there is no grapefruit. It's a, oh, shit. What is what is the what is the Lacroix, like not, orangey like? What, what what there's no there's it's not the pat it's not passion fruit. Fuck, I'm not gonna remember the well, name. Well, it's of weird it. because then they sometimes morph them together like yeah. Cran Rada. Oh sure. You know. um, yeah, they've got those hybrid flavors. You know what? I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with a grapefruit Perrier. Wow. Because that's. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think it is that LaCroix. So if you can guess that LaCroix favor, you're going to win because I don't know what it is. I like know it. it's LaCroix because I yeah. only I really only drink sparkling water. It really tastes like LaCroix. And the, uh, the Perrier's are stronger in flavor. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. So I know it's not Perrier because the the flavored Perrier's are always very, like, strong. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, so that's I'm, specific of a palate for sparkling water. Yes. I don't think I'd be able to tell. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, wow. no. Well, because I drink a lot of them, so I, I know a 
like I know what I like when I like it. Right. So yes, yeah. So I'm gonna say that this is a Lacroix. I'm gonna guess it's like I'm gonna say it's either like a passion fruit or like an mm. orange. Wow, uh, this is very tough because it is the Lacroix I was thinking. I of. have a tough. I have a split decision. Oh, because wow. it's Perrier. Maybe. It is. It is a. Grapefruit, or in their parlance, oh. pamplemousse. 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 See, that That's was what a it yes. was. It is a pamplemousse yes. lacroix. Yes. You are both correct. You got hey. the flavor. Hey, you guys. We'll share it. We'll yes. share it. That's fun. We got the brand. The, the first ever draw in the white. Wow. Hey, that wow. was pretty impressive. Nick, did you get this out of the fridge at work? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I forgot, to do, I forgot to get something for a segment. <laughs> Yusung wasn't here to help us out, so I got something from the fridge at work. Uh, that was good work, though. We did <laughs> really good. well with that. I mean, especially off the bat, just you could smell that grapefruitness. Yeah, that. you could tell it's something citrusy, yeah. like something. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, the now I hate that I didn't guess the flavor. The I, I forget pample. I know it. I know. I know it now. You guys got me. so close. You shouldn't beat yourselves up over it. This was that was a that was a pretty amazing I, display. I, but that also, if I could think of pample I would have said pample I right. couldn't just think of the. the I, name know, of I, it. I thought I was being pretty badass saying passion fruit. Like, I, thought, you know I, I, mean? and I, I thought you were when you said that it was mm. when you said that it was Lacroix. I said Perrier just because it's the fun of choosing a different one. But I was like, you're 100 percent right. This totally. is Lacroix. It totally. tastes and I I, I kind of like Lacroix less. I like I'm more I like more Perrier. Mm. Well. I like yeah I like Perrier too the, I think the the thing that bothers me about the Perrier's <laughs> like I actually have a thought about this the Perrier um, bottles all come in different sizes that, that don't suit me uh, so yeah. you always have either the huge Perrier bottle yeah. which, that one is unwieldy yeah it's just like that's like an effort you're you're working for that it's but like you're carrying a 40 around yes yeah. it's like you gotta pour it out for the homies like every five minutes <laughs> it's like you're in a Snoop Dogg video <laughs> uh, I don't think you'd ever be a Snoop Dogg video <laughs> hey he might ask Unless you're like the silly citizen of Long Beach to make a cameo <laughs> sipping on if you're like the nerdy, <laughs> you're like the nerdy guy at the beginning was like can you Please turn it down. <laughs> yes, yes. And then at the end of the video, I get slam dunked into a toilet. <laughs> or he turns into a dog and chases you yeah. around. That's really what would happen. <laughs> he bites yeah. my butt and my pants come down. It's weird. I like LaCroix. I'm not going to let you write the rest of this. <laughs> I like LaCroix because I like the I like the selection of flavors and I drink water pretty quick. Right. So I actually <laughs> chug a can pretty quick. So like the flavor stays with me for as long as I have yeah. it. Mm-hmm. But then you get the smaller Perrier bottles. Those go way too quick. Those are like not enough. Those little ones, yeah. Yeah, the little can the little bottles are terrible for that. Right. And the little cans are terrible too because A, it's a can, so once you open it, you're you have to drink it. It goes flat right away yep. and the serving size is not enough. So the LaCroix just seems to be like the perfect amount. It's I'm right. very Goldilocks when it comes to sparkling My new water. thing is this, those spindrifts I've been getting. We don't have them right now. What is that? They have just a little bit of ju- real real fruit juice, but they're like very, very low. They're like they're like five calories. or uh, They're like oh. super, super, super low, but they're, they're sparkling water with real, like, like the lemon one is one calorie. So it's like, oh. like, it, like, like it tastes so much more like you're drinking yes. something more substantial. Yes. Right. Hey, Nick, in, in the Snoop Dogg video, when he morphs down <laughs> to a dog, would you morph down into a minion? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who's pulling up to give us a ride? Cruz Ramirez. <laughs> <laughs> 
the minion in Snoop Dogg as a dog gets inside Cruz Ramirez and drives around. Yeah. That's the video. That's, sounds pretty cool to me. Oh God, it's a Poor crossover. Yeah. <laughs> we, we couldn't work the rights out. Um, hey, that was the Weiger Challenge. Just like a restaurant via your feedback. Let's open up the feedback. Today's email comes to us from Michelle B. Michelle writes: Sometimes I like to include my cat if I am indulging in a guilty mm. pleasure when I am otherwise alone. If I want an unhealthy snack, I will give my cat her favorite treats. If I want to have a beer, I will let the cat have some catnip. Do you do this too? What is the cat treat equivalent to fast food? Cheers, Michelle the human and Chloe the cat. And you know what, oh, Mitch? Okay. She included a picture of herself. Well, you got to show me. And Chloe right here. You guys can take a look at that. Oh, oh that's so cute. Very, very, cute a, very adorable pic. That's great. Very, very cute there. Um, Chloe's Chloe the cat's looking right into the camera. I know. I know. That's a good job. <laughs> Looks like Chloe's taking the selfie. Uh, but that's impossible. <laughs> In or pop, is in- it? <laughs> I'm a talking car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we haven't told the people that Cruise Ramirez is an actual guy. It's a <laughs> the car is in here itself. Uh, uh, impossible, huh, Nick? Mm. <laughs> oh boy. Do you, Mitch? Do you do that as a cat owner? Do you ever like you're you're giving you're having some Taco Bell and you decide to give Wally and Irma some sort of treat? You know, I, I've said this before, but the Wally and Irma don't uh, zip. My old cat zip. Yes. She used to eat human food. All She loved human food. Rest in peace. Rest in peace to zip. She lived a very long life. She lived like 22 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, she was. She was when I was like a little kid, when I was like, we got her when I was four or five. Aww. She used to follow me around the neighborhood. She'd walk around behind me like a dog. She'd That's follow, amazing. She'd follow me around. We had great adventures together. We had oh some. We, we had some. We had some great times. She was a great cat. And then Buster too, also a great cat. She was a little bit more skittish, but I lo- I loved Buster very much. But Zip was Zip was great, and she but she'd always go at your food. Like if you got a sub or something, like she'd like go and pick at it. Wally and Irma not as they'll be interested and they'll come up and sniff it, but they'll never try to eat it. Right? They'll, they'll they'll never really try to 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 get at the food. Interesting. Yeah. So the, the so I mean, but what what is the question? What is like the catnip for me or something? No, or? the the idea is like if you if you're having something unhealthy, yeah. you decide like you know what I'm going to give my cat something unhealthy to kind of give them a treat as well. Uh, you know what I do? I'll get them a I'll I'll get like a regular can of tuna mm-hmm. and or or a little bowl of milk, and they oh, seem to nice. like that a little bit. But that's adorable. Yeah, they're good. They're good cats. They're great Aww. cats. I love them. I love them both. I like I like your softer side. I I I I, I, I like your softer side. I'm only just mean to Nick. <laughs> the, the, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not a very mean person, Nick. I mean, physically, you're all softer side. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and guess what? Wally and Irma like to cuddle up in that oh, soft side. Oh, that's adorable. But no, they, 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 yeah, they don't, they don't, they don't seem to love or any human food I've gotten so far. They, they, they don't love. Right. And it's almost confusing with me because they are, they're always meowing. And for a long time, it was the temptations. And I think that the, the temptations, not the, the, Group. <laughs> no, no. I don't play the temptations for them. They, then they like enjoy that. I yeah. They they always like the the temptations. The whisk is temptations. Oh, got it. But now they're, they uh, it's been it's been bugging me because they'll come out in the back and they'll just be meow and I'm like, what do you guys want? Because I'll put out the temptations. Yeah. And they won't care. So I don't know. They're 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 very picky and I don't know what they want right now. It's a weird situation with them. Yeah. Maybe they just want to make some noise. Maybe they're talking to me, Christella. What's your uh, what's your pet situation? I don't have pets. Have you ever had pets? I had a dog named Executive. Oh, that's, that's a, great a great name. Dog name. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. My mom used to feed the dog better than us. <laughs> My mom would buy a ten pound uh, bag of chicken, 
every week and she would cook the chicken for my dog. Wow. That's awesome. Yes. Like every week. That dog every was living week. the highlight. Like, yes. Loved it. Did Love. He, did he eat dog food at all? No, never did. Just chicken. Yep. Wow. Yeah. That's a cool thing. You can match up some real, just like beef or chicken into a dog's bowl. And My mom used to nuts. make chicken salad for it. Like used to like cook it, like take it off the bone and stuff. Put it like, yes. Like, yes. damn. That's amazing. Yes. Hmm. I, I love. I might dress up as a dog and go over to your house. <laughs> <laughs> I love animals, and my my family we love animals, yeah. and we always treat them like like humans, right? <laughs> you know? Oh no, for sure. <laughs> Actually, I have a stuffed animal that I used to travel with when I was doing a lot of colleges because I was on the road so much by myself, and I started treating it like a real dog, and people on Instagram started freaking out because I would pose it like a little dog, and I'm like, oh look, Boo's, I'm taking Boo for a walk, and. It got to the point where now, uh, like the Clippers, the LA Clippers yeah. know Boo. So because so like like I'll tweet if I don't go to the game, I'll tweet about the game, and they're like, "Is Boo around? Is Boo doing this?" Like even the stuffed animals, like I treat like like, like I treat like a real dog. <laughs> like, you know, like it's just it's a joke and it's kind of right. it's like stuck and it's, I love it, but yeah, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Chicken. How about you? Uh, no, I don't have any pets. Yeah. Did you ever have pets? Uh, we had a dog named Daryl growing up. Hey, I've never heard about Daryl. Yeah, Daryl was a beautiful golden retriever. A very, very lovely dog. Did he growl yeah. at you every time you came in the house? No. We got along <laughs> fine. We got along famously, but he... he Good pet- evening, Daryl. And then you go to your room. <laughs> I was you should have said boy. you had a pet raccoon just to make Mitch <laughs> <laughs> I thought my global warming thing... Was it was was good? I th- I like that good you're in using- what way? <laughs> <laughs> good in like Beijing beef way? Like good in like a chow mein way? It was good every way. <laughs> Wait, so Nick, what you said, Daryl? It's a lovely dog. He passed away when I was very young because mm-hmm. I, he was an, he was like an, a dog my parents had for for a while, and I was the second kid, and so I think I was five maybe when he died. But I remember I love I love that dog. Who do you think your and- parents like better, you or Daryl, to this day? Oh, Daryl, for sure. <laughs> that's that's easy. <laughs> Daryl in a walk. Daryl doesn't talk back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl went to medical school yeah. <laughs> like we wanted. <laughs> he died when you were young. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, you had a, he had a good life. How many cats have you had? I've, I had two. At, uh, I had two at okay. my growing up, and then I got and then I got these two somehow. Oh, we're gonna do the Golden Paw Club. I, I I talked to one rescue place and they they haven't talked back they, they they talked back to me but then they end of communication. The Golden Pot Club. This is our. I think they, every I think month. they listen to our podcast yeah. and decide not they want. No, they, <laughs> they want don't no want to be affiliated. We'll yeah. find we'll find someone. But yeah. I, I think it should. by the time this episode's out, hopefully it will be in motion. This is our our kitten adoption program where every mm. month we'll put up a different kitten Aww. and hopefully try to get that adopted and, or and cat adoption. It's, it's or cat. Yeah, yeah not cat just or kittens. Kitten. Cat yeah. cat or kitten. Because sometimes Wasn't older cats need a home too. Exactly. Those you know a nine year old cat that could they could just be reaching middle age it's exactly not, it's, it's, they can li- they zip lived till she was 22 and buster was like almost 20 t- 20 as well so hey and wow. senior cats need snuggling too mm-hmm. um hey if you have a question or comment about the world of jane wrestling you can email us at toeboys podcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DOE that's 830-463-6844 and to get the doughboys double our weekly bonus episode join the golden play club at patreon.com 
slash Doughboys. He gets that all out quick. Christelle Alonzo. Wow. Thank you so much for joining us. You're like Casey Casey. <laughs> You're good. I can blaze through some copy. You're like one of those guys that like reads all like the fine print and commercials. Right, right. Yeah. Love it. Except I'm unintelligible. Um, <laughs> do, do you have anything you would like to plug at this time? No, I don't have anything. I, I'm, I'm off social media. I've been off social media for two months now. Oh, wow. wow. Good for you. I yeah. decided to actually try to do, uh, to spend the summer living and I've I've never done it, so it's yeah. kind of interesting. It's kind of cool to not have to feel entitled to like post a picture, like well, not entitled, but like you know, like it's required right, for yeah. you to post a picture or post anything just to keep it current. Yes. So I, I signed off a couple months ago, and I love it. I'm not doing any. I'm writing a book that'll be out next year, and uh, I'll do a tour. Uh, I'll do a nationwide tour to promote the book. Right. Well, that, yeah. uh, hey, that seems like a fantastic thing for your mental health. And hey, in terms of this episode, you won't have a bunch of our fans replying to you saying you were wrong about the walnut shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that weird? I know. It's, it's <laughs> weird how we live in a time where like with social media, people yeah. that say they like you say that just to like be able to shit on yeah, you yeah. all the time. Like, I love your work, you fat piece yeah. of shit. You know, like, I thought you liked me. <laughs> and that'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Until next time, for the Spoonman Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. Hey guys, you want more Doughboys? To get the Doughboys Double, our weekly bonus episode, join the Golden Plate Club. Sign up at patreon.com slash doughboys. Do it. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>